0: Hey there, fellow conductors of the Metaphysical Examination, and welcome to the crossroads for the week of, oh my goodness, it's the last show of July 2018. Boy, the summer's flying by. This week on the show, we have a sad remembrance of Terry Wendell, the special effects artist who just passed away this week. Uh, very sad, but we'll be talking about his career. We'll also be talking about San Diego Comic-Con, all of the updates on merchandise that came out of that con, including Ghostbusters World, which was a highlight. Uh, we're also going to talk about Drew Pierce's Ghostbusters That Never Was. Stay tuned.
1: Whatever team there was uh, making their replica governmental forms available. You know, just if you ever want to march around in a suit, you know, <laughs> handing over... Uh, f- f- uh, f- filing uh, paperwork and reports and things like that. That's right. Uh, cease and desist all chattels. That sort of thing. <laughs> Some that's sort a of a thing. writ
0: or a court order.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, I've seen TV. <laughs>
0: I mean, I I'm surprised. I feel like that's probably the easiest cosplay is Walter Peck. Like, put on the suit, uh, do the do the double-breasted suit, uh, grow the beard out, run around yeah. with a briefcase <coughs> and uh, folders filled with court uh, court orders and restraining <laughs> orders. And-
1: it should honestly, and I, I feel like we have talked about this before, or maybe it came up some other conversation. But all these teams have these wonderful con display like booth setups now yeah. and a lot of them have a, Tables with a containment and, unit.
0: Yeah, exactly. It uh, seems interactive like... Interactive Vigos. Uh, it,
1: it, yeah. yeah, it seems like it seems like you know, just sort of like, you know, how the 501 has their Imperial March that they do every con and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, they have these different things. It seems like Ghostbusters, if you have a booth and you have a containment unit you need them at a certain time to have somebody like Peck complete with you know a cop and a and a con edison guy march up give the little speech <laughs> yell shut this off shut these all off and then you can have a a mock containment explosion like that yeah. would be awesome there's a bunch bunch of steam
0: coming out of your uh, containment unit yeah. uh, there on the con floor uh, that'd be funny this
1: should be a, this should be come on like I, the german I, teams and the yeah, italian it's... teams that have done the you know, the 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 magic mirror boxes with Slimer and stuff like oh, that. I mean Come on. it can't be that hard. And it's got make a, a great
0: video. Like uh the the team that reenacted uh, Rogue One from the ATM, you know, uh yeah. trying to get the, the plans out of the ATM. Um <laughs> Yeah, I i like that. Somebody's gotta make it happen. Somebody's Just gotta make that happen. Dragon Con, uh, looking at you. Some somebody there's gonna happen and happen make oh, it. Oh sorry, it's
1: It's not a. It's not a franchise. Uh, A gentleman by the name of uh, Greg Kissner posted on Ghostbusters. So
0: it's he. He just did all the paperwork so that people could print it out.
1: Yeah, Ghostbusters franchises worldwide. So if you hit that up on Facebook, uh, he says, "Hey, Buster's, I am making a run of custom-made EPA forms for franchises." that would like them for their ectos, firehouses, nerd caves, etc. Those with a keen eye will notice I used Dan Aykroyd and William Atherton's autographs this time. Uh, he said, also, a redacted note from Venkman. These can be printed and will last a while in your window. <clears throat> I have noticed using pen paints. Let me know. Etc, etc, etc. Bust on. It's quite nice, actually. Uh, the, the one he posted is a, a temporary permit from the Environmental Protection Agency to, to do your thing, I guess. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I, feel yeah, like, I don't
0: think it's like the health health inspections. Uh, there needs to be like a peacock uh, grade yeah. for all of the uh, the franchises. Yeah,
1: I think that's kind of what he's going for. Like, it seems like a it's it, it only specific to the movie universe rather than the IDW current universe. But, yeah, but uh, that's okay. That's yeah, I think, that's funny.
0: I, that's the kind, kind of stuff that I love. Like the paperwork yeah. and the the files and.
1: He's got a he's got a fake stamp on it uh, with uh, in in the the circular text says "Don't try anything around an OK in the middle." <laughs> Don't try anything. Okay. <laughs>
0: uh, that's funny. That's
1: that's mm.
0: clever. So it's it was Ghostbusters
1: franchise worldwide. What yeah. was it? That, uh, yeah, the group's called Ghostbusters franchises worldwide. Worldwide. Okay. Uh, check check that out on Facebook. I'm gonna go. That's actually a pretty good one. There's a lot of a uh, lot of groups and people coming on there and chatting, chatting around. Yeah, yeah. There's it's a lot of them like, now. It's almost like sometimes we're we're a fun fandom <laughs> that just likes doing fun things. Hey, remember when being a fan was fun? Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Everybody should go back <laughs> to doing that. Uh, uh, I had a good laugh of uh, Jim Jeffries. Uh, He's got a show, and he uh, shared online his clip about going to Comic-Con and uh, interviewing people about the the diversity in comics. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And so he had a whole big lead-in about, you know, the big thing that uh, fans are talking about this year is Black Panther. and made a lot of money, and a lot of African-American children and other children of color got to see themselves represented on the stage. <laughs> and. Then, and he's like, so that's good, I'm going to go to Comic-Con, because, you know, and then he talks about, you know, the uh, the the girl who took over the Iron Man position and all these sort of things, he's like, yeah, diversity's, you know, booming in comics, it's, it's great, and he starts, first dude bro he runs into, yeah, I used to be a comic fan, why, it's like, well, I stopped reading comics over this whole diversity thing, and then he finds three Jeez. more knuckleheads that are progressively even worse, ending with the guy who seems convinced that they've made Superman gay. Oh <laughs> no! To, to it's just a wonderful pause of the the, the the Jim Jeffries as narrator stuff. Ah, for beep's sake! <laughs> <laughs> just that wonderful Australian. Uh, uh. That's my response to most of these things. Ah, for beep say
0: yeah yeah that's that's a lot of it now this is why
1: we can't have nice things
0: it really is it really
1: is (laughs) fans we all
0: used to be just like docile lovely people that poured over every detail of the Jeffries tubes and the enterprise and called (laughs) it a day
1: now it's uh whatever it's a it's it's a new it's a new phenomena I mean, I actually somebody's going to write a book. Somebody's going to have to write a book. It's going to be a very complicated book because it's going to have to touch on a lot of different things in a lot of different parts of society. Uh, it's going to have to factor in that part of this problem is this is this is a a post capitalism uh, problem. This is this, or peak capitalism or whatever yeah. you want to call it, because prior to this, remember, both through technology and whatever, you know, they didn't really revisit. Uh, properties per se and if they did because there was no format to keep rewatching the old ones you know and there was no way to talk about it online online and all this sort of thing it just you could hollywood kind of did it every once in a while and it wasn't that big of a deal but now these are properties these are going to make money we need to keep it going constantly past the generational wave of when it first hit and then you end up where we are now in this weird space of and I was trying to talk to some some people. I was like, "You like?" They were kind of grumbling about. I think I don't know if it was Thundercats or Shira or whatever, but they were grumbling. And I'm like, "You are complaining that somebody in your generational wave is taking their shot at telling a different story to a new generational wave to get excited about and carry forward." But like I, it's just,
0: I own it. I've carried uh, the torch. Bah!
1: No. Yeah. No,
0: <sighs> no. <laughs> then just, like don't, so. just don't, don't watch it. <laughs> don't be a that, fan of it. Don't. I don't know it. Yeah. See, I get I'm gonna it, go right? into we, a, I'm we, gonna be a hermit. I'm gonna go into a hole and live in
1: the <laughs> desert. You can't. The desert's on fire. No, if, I'm uninhabitable. Mean, I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> We're already in the desert. Wait a minute, why are we complaining about this again? Move on.
0: I know. All right, let's move on. Uh hey, did you did you watch that Freaks and Geeks documentary by chance? The A and E documentary?
1: No, I do not have cable, and I'm pretty uh, sure your AE is, is different, different. from our A&E, so. Uh
0: well hopefully you get it <laughs> so, up there. But I mean when they aired it down here, they did this whole it was I mean it, again, the fortuitous Uncle Roy talking about uh, you know, Roy Stance, like that all of these things kind of cultivating together at the same time. Um, yeah. I, I, so I was getting ready to watch the freaks and geeks documentary and then they had these, like, I forget what they call them, the inside stories or whatever on uh, Caddyshack shack and national lampoons vacation. And, right. uh, and it was great because here we've been talking about Harold and I've been on a Harold kick. I've been watching all of his movies and, um, and so oh, this, this should be a lot of fun. And, and the, the they're like half hour, 45 minute documentaries that are, like VH1 behind the music documentaries. They're kind of like the narrator is talking nonsensically and they're doing all of these cuts to make things funny and whatever, but
1: they're a bit quick and dirty.
0: Yeah. Quick and dirty and, and very dated already, even though they were only made like 10 years ago. But, um, but what I thought was interesting was, so the Caddyshack doc was done in 2009. Um, and then the vacation doc was done in 2011 and having just talked and read, uh, you know, Ghostbusters daughter here on the podcast. Um, it was really yeah. interesting and actually a little sad because you can tell between the two 2009 Harold is healthy and, and on it and sharp and, yeah. and just really quick witted. And then the interview that they did with him for uh, vacation in 2011, you can tell that he's sick. You can tell that his yeah. voice is cracking and there's, a little bit of that sparkle is gone, and uh, there's a, like a faltering to his voice, and and it wouldn't be anything that you would realize, like you would think he had a cold or something, if you watched it not knowing what was about to happen. Um, but uh, yeah. now, now being armed with the knowledge that it was a multi-year thing that happened to poor Harold Ramis, and then you see that, well, 2011, the math makes sense. That's right at the yeah the start of things uh, deteriorating. Yeah. So. Um, I don't. I mean, if you can check them out, I don't know if A and E is re airing them or if they're on demand. Or uh, I'll, I'll I'll try to do some detective work to, to yeah. I'll to check see around. It. It, um,
1: it seems like the kind of thing that th- theoretically may show up uh, like in the streaming service. <clears throat> I don't know. Don't
0: think so. I mean, it seems like that type of content that they would exploit and put. Anywhere and everywhere. everywhere. But, yeah, uh, exactly. So, um, so, yeah, check it. I mean, it's, I think it was called uh, the
1: Inside Story or Inside <laughs> Scoop or something like that. <laughs> Frankly, given the way cable money breakdowns are, they probably make better per viewer money off of streaming service and incredibly good money off of uh, uh, something like an iTunes download or something like that. Yeah, they're $1.29 or $0.99
0: cents or whatever it is. To, you're uh, yeah. your,
1: slice of the, your slice of the pie when it comes to cable uh, bucks. Whew. Uh, and probably relatively cheap uh, considering uh, they just
0: had to do interviews and license footage and photos and yeah. stuff for it. But, um, but, yeah, check it out. I mean, they're neither one of them have information in that the, the anybody listening to this podcast wouldn't really know, but it is kind of nice yeah. to hear things from – from those voices. And I mean, again, just to, uh, f- for your own, um, you know, to, to see and hear Harold, uh, at this point that we talked about in Ghostbusters daughter last week, uh, you know, you can, you can watch this and it's almost a documentation of, of the things that were, uh, that yeah. were happening in the background now. So, um, yeah, very well, interesting, bittersweet. All the more,
1: but. all the more curious then about uh, the interview that the Buenos had with him, yeah, which, uh, which soon, hopefully, fingers <laughs> soon, crossed, please. maybe
0: possibly, and, and I think that they did their interview about two thousand nine
1: ish. So, yeah, um, actually, I feel like it was two thousand and ten, if I recall, shortly after two thousand, yeah. We're both too tired and whatever to go look it up, but it's <laughs> so it's probably hot. in the their Facebook page records there yeah. somewhere. But in my head, I th- I seem to recall it as 2010. But that then would mean that it must have been just before. just prior, yeah.
0: But um, but anyway, uh, yeah, but I th- the book club seemed to be very successful. Uh, on a lighter note, uh, talking yeah. with the. Uh, with the Ontario all Ghostbusters right. through uh, the book uh, seems to be really uh, resonating with people, and everybody seems to have liked uh, the very lengthy episode last week. Um, so we'll we'll do that again. So, we'll find uh, a reason, yeah. do like you the shark uh, book or something.
1: Uh, yeah, come in, and uh, we'll all read the the Mill novelization together. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> I'm down with I'm, that.
0: I'm surprised you're volunteering to read that thing again,
1: <sighs> but uh, I, no. Actually, I've done it once, and I made enough notes. I'll just crib what I posted. <laughs> okay, I re- but I'm going to make you guys read it. Ah, uh, boy. <laughs> All right, I guess uh, so. Uh, bye. Uh, yeah. well, I know. Uh, <clears throat>
0: speaking of the audience clamoring for things, I know everybody was uh, very disappointed that we did not talk about San Diego Comic Con stuff last week. So we'll get into that. Uh, and and we have a oh, yeah. there's a whole mess of news here. So uh, oh, yeah. let's let's do it. Let's. Let's go. Let's news it.
1: Hey, guys. Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here. If you want to just your head. Multiplanar, curly, and emanation. Yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. I like to news it, news it. <laughs> I like to news it, news it. You like to news it, news it. That like mid-90s news it.
0: hit, mid Early two
1: thousands hit. I just they used it in every single uh, Madagascar. You think you're at a hockey game? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Just drop the puck already. Uh, all right. So, um, unfortunately, we're going to start with uh, some some sad news here. Uh, this this happened uh, a couple days before we recorded here, but uh, Terry Wendell, visual effects special effects uh, yes. artist. Uh, pioneer revolutionary, uh, in animation, uh, has passed away, uh, at the age of 61. Um, if, if you aren't familiar with Terry Wendell, he has an epic beard. Uh, you have probably <laughs> seen him. He was always next to Richard Edlund. Every time there would be an yeah. anniversary event, uh, I think in the Buenos, um, Interview for cleaning up the town. The two of them are in a two-shot together because they're just—they were kind of inseparable in, uh, 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 back in the day, especially around the boss films era. But
1: um, yeah, I—I uh, um, I have not had a chance. Uh, I'm in the process of doing it, and it's a bit of a technical pain in the ass. But uh, my laserdisc oh, from Japan. Oh, that's right. I bet he's, he's on in there. there. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. He actually spends a good amount of time discussing. Um how they uh, did their uh, animation on top of the, uh, the terror dog transformation scene. Oh and yeah was, that makes he sense. Was, he was very, very proud. Uh, well and I, I believe it's on your notes there. I mean he he's a lightning guy <laughs> he, he's so he's famous for off the top of my head at least three. I'm curious now, because I know watching 80s stuff, there's a lot of times you see some lightning, and you're like, that is some amazing animated lightning. And I'm kind of wondering now if maybe that's... If it was uh, always He's him. not all over the yeah. place, because um, he's uh, a guy behind the um, the look of the Proton streams. Right, Which yeah. is iconic, especially when somebody says, yeah, we want rubberized light. Well... And how does and that look? How yeah. does that work? And strangely, he did. He kind of did come up with, but at the same time understood how particles present themselves in the atmosphere and gave it that lightning punch. Like, it's yeah, kind of amazing.
0: He worked with uh, with Michael Gross to figure that out and and yeah. reverse engineered the science behind it. And and, and um, you can tell, like, the, the blue lightning that's in the proton beam looks... Pretty similar to the Emperor's Force Lightning from Return of the Jedi, which exactly, he also which animated. he also
1: did. And then in this clip, uh, if I can get some stuff, I'll throw it out there. But it's him uh, talking about. I think he contributed the lightning, and he talks uh, about another animator who went in and did the um, those flashes of skeletons. You see, <laughs> right? Yeah, and he was he was quite. He was quite proud, it's quite obvious he was quite proud, and rightly so, because given that this was 84, and morphing didn't come into play until, what, Willow, like... Yeah, that was Willow and the black and white video, if I remember right, were the first couple of morphing... Yeah, Yeah. so they, we don't second guess it at all that they went from Sigourney Weaver and uh, Louis Tully from uh, Rick Moranis... Sorry, Rick, (laughs) Uh, you know, flopping around, like standing up like they're being electrocuted and then start to bend over. And then there's a bolt of lightning and they're terror dogs. And he's talking about the lightning is one thing. uh, The lightning is it it sets up why they're kind of uh, dancing around. It also then gives uh, a logical lead in to the bolt that hides the switch between them. And then he said, and then you put in the skeletons, and it becomes this visual cue to people that a transformation is taking place, but right. really nothing happened. Just in they, the flash, they, the, the couple flashes. St- yeah, yeah, they start to bend over, and once they get to their hands to the ground, there's a flash, and it's the stop mode. It's... Well, and, and, f- and in a it's non-digital
0: in a- <laughs> age, too. So all of these yeah. layers are being done optically and photochemically. And so they've got to do one pass that's the lightning and another pass that's the skeletons and another pass
1: that's yeah. the atmosphere on top of it. And I don't know that that scene gets enough credit. Because when you think about it, it's like one of the biggest stages ever set up in Lit, the, the rooftop temple. That huge trans-light cityscape they have in the background. They then do uh, a transition from human actors to animation to stop motion uh um terror dogs it's like all in less than it can't be more than five seconds
0: uh, yeah i mean it's it's uh, that's a it's really just, quick sequence
1: so and like i say he uh, that was that's the one we can point to and say him right there although Again, in the wake of it, I kept trying to dig around and find it a, a bit more, and yeah, he—he's the—he—he <laughs> he came up with a very good solution to a problem they had, and unfortunately, none of them anticipated Blu-ray. But uh, there we are, which—which which is the. The Peanut Slimer. I was so. gonna say, was he peanut? Because he's credited <laughs> as a
0: creature design consultant, and I wonder if yeah. that was
1: Peanut Slimer that uh, maybe was because of that. But they had. Uh, he said he. Yeah, he must have been because he said he made a slimer for that shot, and the shot being a uh, slimer uh, flying around the yeah, chandelier. doing like a
0: a counterclockwise uh, circle around the chandelier uh, in the goggles. Yeah,
1: and they somehow had a. I don't know if this then moves over to his animation thing that they did a blur, like a streaky blur with yeah, animation. There's like, that, or, there's like that trail that's coming off of him as he's, uh, you know, yeah. spinning around. You
0: see like that they, green glow coming off of him,
1: and they couldn't get it to work for whatever reason. I I don't know if it's because they couldn't make a slimer small enough, maybe, like if you have if it was too too or it didn't look right, like as the slimer was. I, I really have a tough time... God, I wish... We'll have to dig up the Cineflex and all that now and see if we can find any sort of notes on this. I think it was the, the on scale
0: this. on the one that they built was too large, and so at the rate that he was supposed to be flying around the chandelier, it just looked like... Uh, yeah. You know, this uh, so, v- bad carousel that was just kind of <laughs> moving in a circle kind of thing. Yeah. So
1: uh, in a complete waste of their their proprietary 65-millimeter uh, special effects format... <laughs> they. They painted a peanut green, and I guess probably tacked on a couple little—I don't know—toothpick arms or <laughs> or uh, toothpick arms. <laughs> think of that. That's that's what we see flying around. Like, yeah, and spun that
0: around and then optically whoo. printed that on top of the uh, chandelier. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, p- peanut slimer. That's—I uh, think that's in one of the clips that the Boynos showed or released at God, some I point. Hope so. uh, I hope yeah. he talks
1: about it more because I'd love to know more. And the sad um, fact is, is. Uh, not sure the details, um, but all we do know is that he was uh, too young. Sixty-one, yeah, young. Is,
0: Sixty-one is young, and I mean, again, you you look at his body of work: uh, Return of the Jedi, ET, Poltergeist, Fright Night, Ghostbusters. Uh, he worked at ILM. He worked at Boss Films. He yep. eventually ended up doing a lot of commercial work. That's what he had been doing uh, up until his passing. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just director's he,
1: credits. He he has his uh, fingerprints all over the Star Trek uh, fandom as well. He oh yeah,
0: of uh, uh, television episodes of Star Trek, right? And, uh,
1: Voyager and Enterprise. Yeah. So, um,
0: uh-huh. he, he's very prolific and, uh, and, and Terry Wendell might not be one of those names that you immediately recognize, but, uh, chances are he's, he's left an imprint on your memory of all of these films and as a fan. Um, so, uh, so you mentioned the, the, um, the laser disc, the Japanese, uh, SFX museum laser disc that you have. Uh, I yes. had found there's a Vimeo video where he was at the art Institute of the Inland Empire. Uh, it's from twenty ten, so it's about seven years old, and he's it's like two hours long and it's a wonderful lecture on special effects that you if you're listening to this, you have to go check it out. Um <laughs> the the bummer is that the audio it's like some you know, camcorder out in the middle oh. of the crowd. So uh it's not something that I can play here for everybody
1: to listen to, but uh go, go check it out. Well. Yeah. yeah it doesn't sound like well. uh, speaking of Star Trek, I mean gopros being so cheap and phones when do we just get to the point where there's always a half decent copy of every speech do you know what i mean i I mean except for the ones where they they specifically don't want you to videotape uh i mean but my point is is that if it's cheap and easy if they don't want you to tape it great but they're doing it as well and then at some other time the record is there because this is what kills me is that uh all these um uh, <laughs> like in theory we should have so much of this stuff on 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 tape it should just be an afterthought and we really uh, yeah. we we still there's still no real philosophy or coda about about oh, doing this and, and the technology is well, not going to get any cheaper and easier like let's yeah, be honest I,
0: I think that i mean the technology is cheap and easy and people are filming stuff and then they they bank it they it's in the can they put it in a vault somewhere um and then they're like well it's our proprietary footage we don't know what to do with it and then it just sits yeah. like the visual effects well, society had that boss films anniversary that was wonderful they got everybody back um and and i I was one of the lucky ones to be in the audience for it they showed a lot of photos that i've still never seen again Uh, and i know for they had a three camera setup and they filmed it all and i asked somebody how can i get a copy of that they said oh well it goes to the visual effects society and and it sits in their library and i'm like oh but ah, the people need to see this i don't understand
1: but as a historian that's at least a step in the right direction. I it, Yeah, I mean, give at least it, it's being preserved, it, I guess. But. Yeah, exactly. Give it 60 to 100 years, and it'll end up more accessible to the the public sort of thing. It doesn't do us any good now, but at least... You no, know.
0: Well, and as an educational tool, like, how are people learning from it if they have no access to it? Like, if you don't have access to the Margaret Herrick Library from, you know, Ampus, what, how are you watching this? There's no way to watch know. this.
1: I don't know. I'm oh. still struggling... <laughs> I was already kind of trying to ponder this the fact that there's such an output, and this was even in the past like now it's just there's so much stuff coming out you never get to see every any, everything, and so much stuff falls by the like I always thought about how many movies got made, and you and I have never seen them, not because we're not interested in them it's just how do you see them you right can't. There's like no way. right now how does it, it may be on Apple or something like that, but uh, it, it's a one in 100 chance that, like, is DC cabs out there if somebody wants to see it? <laughs> not that you should. It's not a great example, but it's kind of cute in its own sense. And it's it's and that's an example of, just because people kind of remember Mr. T, we go looking for it, so, so many other movies are just kind of lost. And I now, what did I run into? I was watching a, uh, Oh, boy.
0: Was it something on Comet? Because I feel like that's Comet's uh, M.O. Forte? It's, yeah, Maybe. like a, a no, movie this that was is uh, long
1: forgotten just happens to air on a Tuesday. This was a YouTube series. What the hell? I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it's a great series where they take uh, these DJs and engineers and producers, and they take them to a random record store, blindfold them, and they pick three records at random, and then they have to, like, Make a song out of it Like they have to, to, to make. <laughs> Okay And it's 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 some really good stuff And there's some young kid and I can't I was re- reading Like Who he worked with I was like I don't really Know the names And then I heard a bit Of his sound And I'm like Okay He's 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 young He's new He's on his way up He's he's in that whole You know Travis Scott Group That I'm just sort of like I kind of dig it But I'm, I'm old And I'm I can't old. follow you guys yeah. anymore I don't know what's going on um and he was he picked three of them and he went, he's like, Yeah, this one, I don't know, the cover looked good, but it's just noise. I couldn't do it. It was some experimental uh album. It's like, ah, that was a bad pick. Sorry, man. And then some other one, and he's like, Yeah, but the one that paid off was this one here. This is pretty funky. Uh this one right here. By uh and he had to turn around and look at Herbie Hancock. And I'm like, <laughs> You don't know who Herbie Hancock is. <laughs> What? No! <laughs> so, uh, I mean, anyways. Yeah, we maybe, just...
0: maybe you can revolutionize without having prior knowledge because then it's easier to break yeah. the mold. But, uh, you know, at the same time, all of these... Like there was there was a great IMAX visual effects documentary that's still never seen the light of day outside of IMAX, uh, and yeah. it aired about the Star Wars Special Edition era. Same thing; it's got Richard Edlund and a whole bunch of these people like John Dykstra and and presumably yeah. I would imagine Terry Wendell was on there, but I haven't been able to watch it since nineteen ninety six or
1: whatever. So, actually, the funny part is I think I may have a VHS copy of that somewhere.
0: Oh, of that particular it's it's really I mean they recreated the Star Destroyer thing from. Yeah. Uh, from A New Hope uh, for the beginning of it, and but uh, anyway, so well. Anyways, we could, could talk um, about. I love sp- talking special effects. That's why I subscribe to special effects. <laughs> uh, so we could talk about Terry Wendell and, and everything forever. But I
1: um, am very much looking forward to seeing him in the documentary uh, and hearing a bit more directly from him about the stuff he did in Ghostbusters, <laughs> and also just because it's a delightful story about how they they managed to get him, which was. Um, I mean, it's not like he was a hermit or anything, but they just didn't have any direct info, and they were talking to Richard Edland, and you know they said we'd like to get a hold of him, and he literally said, "Oh yeah, well he's down here at the studio mixing some stuff today, or editing some <laughs> stuff today. If you want to come down, so that picture they have of him with Richard Edland that I, I imagine is going to make up a good chunk of their interviews in the in the the move the documentary. Uh, that's what it was. They 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 hustled their ass down there as fast as they could, and. <laughs> He took a break, and the two of them sat there side by side and oh, reminisced. How, funny. how yeah. funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, he I, – and I bet he has a great story. I don't know if they'll get into it with the documentary, but I think one of his first credits was Heavy Metal. So yeah, I, he was working as a background animator on Heavy Metal, which might mean that Michael Gross uh, – recommended him to Edland and maybe that's how it all got started. But um, I'm sure they won't get yeah. into that minutia because they have to make a 90 minute runtime. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's we'll kind
1: of amazing how many of those guys kind of crossed paths back and forth. Yeah. Prior a, to it really is a small so.
0: world when it comes to the industry. But uh, so, uh, I mean, all of our condolences <sighs> to Terry's family yeah. and, uh, and again, uh, chances are, if you watch, uh, one of his movies, uh, you, you'll see his stamp on animation, uh, throughout it. It's, it's, it's kind of yeah. iconic every time somebody has like, you know, after effects lightning that they add, uh, into their fan films or even, even in feature films, like some of the visual effects, I watch it and I'm like ah, it's just not as good as in the eighties yeah. when they would just animate right on the film. But, uh, that, that I'll tell s- you, speaks to the art artistry that Terry had.
1: Yeah. Before. Yeah. Before we move on here, the, I'll tell you exactly what his impact was on Hollywood. I can, I think I've been chewing it over. I think I can articulate it. He is the animated lightning equivalent of the, the frog in a croak in a sound library. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, we the, have the hearing the ribbit that you hear all the time,
0: or it's, the, it's the that it's a particular, howl. yeah, it's
1: a particular Californian frog. But it doesn't matter where I move. Even today, it does not matter where the movie is. In 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 our heads as moviegoers, if you want us to think, oh, there's frogs. Yeah, you hear you play that this one, frog. Yeah, the Or every, every time he, there's
0: a bird, you hear that one hawk sound uh, that none of those yeah. birds make.
1: But yeah, uh, or you know, all these different things, and that's ex- all because. And actually, the, the frog one's not correct, correct. I'm trying to think of a good example because I know there are other ones. But the trick is, is that when you see. Uh, lightning in real life, uh, it's spectacular, but it's not, it's, (laughs) it's impressive in its own right when you're sitting there, but in terms of a movie where things are happening and things are moving forward and all that, it's not terribly dynamic. It's kind of a flash and maybe a static and nothing really but in movies now lightning bolts have to, to move and shape (laughs) and grow and finger out. And that's him, right? The stuff, when you see his stuff, you're like, that's what lightning's yeah, supposed to look on like. based your,
0: your, your motion picture perception of lightning. Yeah. He kind, he kind yeah.
1: of set that visual language of what we think electrical arcing is supposed to look like. I know, you know like, and it, the in a violet movie.
0: hue that it should
1: have, even though it and doesn't have got, that in real it life. It doesn't have it, yeah. and it doesn't grow like that, and it's not that slow, and it yeah. doesn't... But he interpreted it artistically and animated it. And every time we see it, so new game kids, when you're watching you know movies in the '80s and you see a bit of uh, you know uh, post uh, processing uh, animated lightning, stick around, watch the credits, see if Terry's name. See if Terry's
0: mentioned. Yeah, it's absolutely. probably a good bet. Uh, I'm I'm sure that's true. Um, all right, well let's uh, let's move into the San Diego Comic Con. Uh yes. t- I don't even know where to start because there were a lot. I guess maybe with the spirit stuff. Do you think that that's appropriate because that was the first thing we kind of technically yeah. heard about basically?
1: Because we called it.
0: Let's start there. I I mean uh, the prognosticators of prognosticators here on the Cross Rip.
1: <laughs> Uh, so somebody when I posted it, somebody said, "You guys are a legitimate phenomenon. I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are." I mean, you uh, you called
0: it. the fan fest, so maybe there is something here. Maybe we do have some sort of strong maybe. psychic
1: abilities here. I have a strong psychic sense that the world will end. Um uh, anyways I uh, milt a little bit a little bit of milt angling there you got to bring Milt uh, out
0: um yeah so uh, spirit of of spirit of halloween spirit halloween spirit halloween um, um They've got a PKE meter, a trap, ecto goggles, a pistol belt, a jacket, no, no, no. a hanging. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They have so a many plethora. ridiculous things. Yeah, it's there's so many items that they announced to the point where they put like an image up that was only five of the twenty items that they announced will be on sale for this Halloween. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. I guess I the PKE – You want to talk about the PK and the trap first?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, let's do that because they okay. did their they. <sighs> <laughs> not to to, to to backpedal away from how awesome we are, but uh, it wasn't exactly a stretch to assume that they were going to follow up because, as we discussed at the time, the Proton Pack was a huge success. Like, as in, it could have been huger. They just underestimated yeah, the Yeah, they demand. didn't make enough, yeah. Um, so it was a no-brainer they were going to follow it up. Uh, it's just, the one thing we kind of got wrong is we assumed it'd be a slow rollout Oh, I figured instead, just one thing. Instead, yeah. they said maybe two, and instead they said everything. Like literally, the only thing they do not give you is combat boots and the elbow pads. So, and, and uh, maybe
0: they're going to announce those in September. Who knows? Who, who knows? Who
1: knows? But you can now—well, not now, but you will be able to walk in off the street, <laughs> provided they have stock. Let's. This is a hypothetical where they're the, the store is full of everything that they're offering. Or maybe you can go online. It's just more fun if I if visually, I tell you the, the, the you know I, I I tell you the audio story that you are uh, what is it theater of the mind yeah you're, set you're set actually the stage watching. paint set the picture the yeah it, yeah a big box store you can make out the the unpainted shadows of the Toys R Us sign uh, oh, that used to be there oh well, sad <laughs> but probably true I bet oh, all true. of the Toys
0: R Uses will become yeah. <laughs> I think Dinosaur Dracula said that like. The husks of Toys R Us will become spirit Halloween stores.
1: Yeah, somebody. Yeah, was I think he posted because actually one does have the coming soon sign up. He said I kind of like it. It's like a, a haunted hermit crab just waiting to grow inside <laughs> inside a dead husk. Um, a smaller aside, here in Canada, ours still persists, and they're spending a lot of money reminding people they're not dead here. Um, Kind of rubbing it in, to be completely honest, like, we still exist, no, yours not that's, you, that's because you guys are still raw, and we get it, like, <sighs> we understand. Yeah. They're not trying to rub it in, they're just trying to make people know, please don't stop shopping here, because we still exist. Um, <laughs> we took Thomas to the park last weekend, and they had a street team out with a couple of uh, out-of-the-store uh, wagons. Filled with, uh, uh, what do you call them? Bottles of bubble, uh, solution uh, yeah. and the bubble blowers yeah. and sidewalk chalk. So imagine a water park on a hot sunny day filled with kids and they f- were for free handing out sidewalk chalk and bubble blowers, uh, complete with $5 off, uh, coupons taped to them sort of thing. It was, it was, they're, they're doing everything they can to go co- in Canada. You can still come <laughs> spend money here, please don't forget us. But, um, so you walk into some big box uh, I, we have one here it used to be like a circuit city or something I, can't, I don't know what it was but uh uh you walk in and yeah you can get a jumpsuit you can get yourself the ecto goggles a pke meter a belt that's the amazing mm-hmm. part yeah uh belt trap proton pack um I guess if you want to get really weird with it, some uh, Slimer socks or Ghostbuster socks to wear I mean, with yeah, it, so or, or like, the life-size Slimer. Presumably, they'll have to come with to, again, yeah. yeah, to carry around with you. Um, it just yeah, like like literally, the only thing you're missing are, uh, I guess, the gizmo. Uh, yeah, yeah, the that's belt a little gizmo. too, that's yeah. a bit too inside baseball for for mainstream uh, fans, which is kind of what this is targeted at. Uh yeah this is
0: you're you're attending your uh your Halloween party you want to dress as a ghostbuster this is not you know you're starting a franchise uh and <laughs> you're going to walk around uh in parades and and charity events and stuff and this this yeah. is yeah but but still i mean uh, the, the PKE and the trapper i mean they are totally serviceable for those people that are in the franchises i feel because yeah. the trap again they're not completely screen accurate but the trap opens and it's got lights
1: and sounds and the PKE same thing yeah the, uh, mm. the the interesting part is that people are complaining that like the trap is even like 80% of real size or whatever. And I think what people kind of forget is they're not trying to sell it to us. I mean, this is a store. They were trying to find that middle ground between you can put it on your eight-year-old and they're not going to tip over backwards right yeah or the proton pack's not going to you know the cyclotron's not going to drag along the the ground leaving chip plastic behind but at the same time it kind of look okay on a fully grown adult too um
0: well and and it's only 50 bucks like i I feel like the other part that they had
1: to figure
0: out was look the maddie trap was i don't even remember what the original price is now it sells for a ridiculous amount but uh, yeah. but it, it was full scale. It was one to one. It had the lights and the sounds and the mechanics and it was expensive. It was an undertaking, but for this, they want yeah. the common, uh, you know, Joe off the street to come in and pick this trap up. So it's got to have yeah. a good price point. So yeah, well, make it, make it uh, 80% scale. Uh, maybe don't put that knob on it. Maybe don't put a paint application or a sticker there or whatever. Yeah. And yeah cut some corners. But again, like the people that have been, um, they pick up that, that spirit, uh, pack and they're adding to it. They're adding the Alice frames. They're, uh, throwing the Maddie wand onto it. Like, I I mean, get, get creative with things. And again, the scale is wonderful because for the new generation, that's their real Ghostbusters pack. That's their real Ghostbusters trap, you know, uh, granted it doesn't have the, the pedal and and all of that stuff but uh it's yeah, it still can be a toy for fine. them
1: too which is nice i think uh who was it may have been uh chase ambrose down uh, down south there uh where is he these days
0: i think chase is in uh, he's on the
1: tv these days uh he's on tv is he in in mississippi but from alabama or in alabama and from mississippi i think he's from alabama Oh, but I didn't I've oh, right. seen him on the news. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but he made a point. He, people were, you know, kind of gearing up to grump about it and he said, "I'm happy with this because and a lot of people have the same sentiment. These traps you can clip them to your belt and walk in a parade and if it falls off and breaks, <laughs> yeah, you like, don't uh, care.
0: Last week Briley was talking Briley's about being <laughs> in that costume contest and having to dance <laughs> off uh and there goes the Maddie trap into Maddie a Maddie trap. Pieces. Oh boy. Um, so yeah, I mean exactly. It's it's your own stunt trap. Uh think of it that way. And, Mix and match. Mix and
1: match. Yeah. You know like get it's a good jump start on the pack. Get yourself an Alice frame, looks great, don't like the thrower, go get a kit a resin kit or whatever and make yourself the make full-size yourself, thrower.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, the PKE, I know a lot of people have said, well, it looks a little inflated. It looks like, a, uh, you know, that they had to, they, they weren't able to sculpt it uh, quite exactly to the specifications that would look like the movie. But at the same time, Think about any time you are at a party, especially a drunken Halloween party, and somebody's like, "Oh man, is that the PKE meter? Can I get that? I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna go find some ghosts, bro." And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's the it's the Maddie PKE meter that uh, is worth a ridiculous amount of money. Or even better, it's something that I built and I made the mechanics myself. And uh, don't yeah. oh, you dropped it. It's it's dead." Yeah, it's, dead. uh, here's a PK meter you can, you can hand over to somebody who is completely inebriated and you don't have to sweat <laughs> it. It's not going to end up in a million pieces.
1: I think you mentioned, uh, a lot of people were, uh, the thing that they felt was the least size aside that it was least like the movie. Was the ecto goggles? Yes, um, yeah. The
0: goggles is what I saw. The most criticism that I saw came from the goggles, uh, the reveal of those. But uh,
1: but if you saw other people's for comparison, like uh, versus what they were showing off at San Diego, it's not that bad. It's it's
0: not too bad, and even you know I think it was the Southland
1: Ghostbusters did that
0: live stream uh, from from their hotel room with the spirit stuff, and. And seeing yeah. them live, uh, not in Memorex, they looked a little bit better than the photo that uh, – so maybe it was like a prototype or okay. something that they
1: – Small, small re- – pull the needle off the record. Mm-hmm. Small little aside here. Um, friends, fellow franchise owners, uh, if you're ever going to do a live event on Facebook or Twitter or, I don't know, Twitch, it doesn't matter. If you're going to stream an event uh, – Give us a heads up a little before, and we can post it and drive people to your live stream. Yeah, it may have been spur of the moment. I don't know. It may not have known in advance. Well, just I'm planting the seed now because I'm telling you right now, even if it's spur of the moment, a five-minute heads up that we're about to go live that, you know, because pings up on my Facebook while I'm working, I can can hustle and do what I can sort of thing as opposed to (laughs) – it just ended. Oh well, oh, I didn't even know that it was
0: happening.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch the recording, which is fine. Like uh, you're right. I mean, a lot of this stuff just so, so especially these day and age with the smartphones. So I, yeah, a lot of times at, people at just San Diego, where I'm sure everything is just sort of <sighs> like,
0: hey, we're in a room all of a sudden with all of the spirit of Halloween stuff. Let's live stream.
1: You know, for the uh, record, I'm in front of a computer all day long. <laughs> and I'm looking at Facebook half the time if I can get away with it. Hit so, up Chris.
0: Hit up Proton Charging. Always, and, and he always will, hit uh, me
1: up. Boost the signal, even if it's just the last second, and I'll do what I can. And yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, statistically, you let us know, uh, even if we're just able to post it literally just before you go live. I'm pretty sure we could pull, you know, a few hundred people your way. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We'll
0: we'll help you out. But um so all right, the so more, here's Yeah, so. But for, for the people that were were complaining about the um accuracy of the goggles, the accuracy or, or the scale of the trap, um there is a flip side to this because Hollywood Collectibles uh, uh. who has been talking about doing these uh prop replicas for quite some time. Uh, at SDCC, they were showing off those. Again, they don't have any information as to when they're going to sell them, the price point, that kind of thing. But they were showing off their prototypes, and they look pretty good of the mm. goggles and the trap. Um, so if you really want to spend the money, if you want to have that 100% uh, you know, screen accurate, pre-built, uh, professionally painted. I don't know if there's mechanics. We, we still haven't gotten information on that. but. Um, that's that's gonna be the way to do it. Hit up the Hollywood Collectibles group and buy the more expensive ones, and then yep. while you're at it, buy those statues that they keep selling that are pretty cool. <laughs> but it, is there a Winston statue? I, I meant to ask. ask you to me. Um, I've never seen the Winston statue though. There, uh, they've got Ray, Egon, and Peter that we've at least in in the SDCC images I saw. But I here's, haven't seen a Winston.
1: Here's what boggles my mind. I haven't gone back to look or listen yet, but I have a keen recollection of you and I when they first announced these, because these are the quarter scale ones, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the one where like Ray's got the cigarette hanging off of his
1: mouth and and Egon's got the really great head sculpt. The one fourth scale statues. Yeah. Um, You and I discussed it while I was sitting out at my old place, like which is going on two years ago now. Yeah, I was sitting outside on the patio, and you and I were discussing these these things. Um, and for some reason, I think when we discussed it, I don't know if we were wondering whether there was going to be a Winston, or if they did say there was, we just didn't we know just what he was going to seen look it. like.
0: Yeah, so maybe this is a deja vu us repeating ourselves here. But also at the same time, like Hollywood collectibles, I God love them. I don't know anybody that's bought their stuff yet either. I mean, they had that great Slimer with the uh, food service cart and. Uh, the it was like the premium version of the NECA life size slimer that was like $3,000 and yeah. made of resin. And I, I don't, I'm sure that somebody has probably purchased these things, and it's probably Zack Ryder. Uh, but, but like, I, I don't, I, I don't know anybody that's, that's purchased them. I think like entertainment earth has the statues, uh, and they're pretty expensive. They're in their really big, expensive item, uh, section that they're like 500 bucks or whatever, but yeah. Um, they're good-looking, and uh, the props, uh, once we know more about them, they, they show them off every convention, so hopefully we'll know more soon. But Soon. Soon. Um, all right, well, here's, here's something that we finally can talk a little bit more about that we have some sort of semblance of details on. Uh, Ghostbusters World, the mobile game that uh, has been hyped up, and we knew that they were going to be showing off at a big booth at the Experience in the Petco parking lot uh, mm-hmm. down at the Comic-Con. Um, so, uh, ecto uh, Ecto-1 was down there. Uh, we alluded to it last week. We saw some great, uh, footage of it on a trailer heading down to San Diego and yes. back from San Diego. Everybody seemed to have caught it, uh, on the five freeway going <laughs> up and down. Um,
1: stop filming things with your phone on the freeway, kids. Uh, also
0: dangerous. Yes. If you're in the passenger seat, it's okay. But, uh. So, yeah, so uh, they had a great booth outside. Uh, They recreated the firehouse. Um, It seems like a a pretty good installation where a lot of people were able to get their hands on the uh, closed beta for Ghostbusters World. And uh, surprisingly, all of the outlets were not embargoed from talking about it. They're they're pretty bullish about it. They allowed IGN and The Verge and... God, even I think Slash Film had a review. They, I mean, a lot of the
1: press really picked up on it. Um, and not just it, a review, Slash Film, uh, had some gameplay video and, ga- as and well.
0: gameplay. That was the other thing, too. Is there's some great video, of, you know, pe- people who, uh, and I think it was even in the Southland live stream at one point, uh, you know, people who were playing it, they were able to put their phone up to the other phone and, and shoot some footage. And then, uh, yeah, Slash Film had some great stuff, too. But uh, it seems like the reaction has been pretty positive uh, for for a, a mobile game that has not yet uh, gone gold and, and yeah. uh, doesn't have a release date yet. Everybody seems pretty uh, excited about it, and uh, it even looks, our buddy Greg Miller seems excited about he's it. He's pretty right?
1: excited about it, and uh, yeah, Greg. Greg's a games guy. Uh, Greg's a ghost head. Uh, so that's a that's a one-two uh, punch in uh, Ghostbuster World's favor there. The only thing that I think. I don't think it's a showstopper. It's more of a head scratcher. And we were pondering this when it first got announced is like, what are the extra, what do you do beyond collecting the ghosts that makes it Ghostbuster-like and not uh, Pokemon Go-like? Yeah, what keeps you coming back? Yeah. And it turns out a number of people went, wait, so you do train up your ghosts and make them fight <laughs> just like Pokemon Just like Pokemon, Go. yeah. Uh, so that's a bit of a head I, I, I'm going to... Wait and see <laughs> exactly how it plays. And frankly, even if it is literally them just lifting the, uh, the player versus player, uh, uh, uh monster versus monster of, uh, Pokemon go. Okay. It could uh, be fun. it's just, it, yeah. I'm it sure it'll be fun. It'll to see fun. these two ghosts fight it out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like have, yeah. Uh, fearsome flush fighting, uh, Gertrude Aldridge or something. Yeah. Um,
1: it's just, we're kind of missing the why, uh, <laughs> It's like, it's, it, the premise of the game is great. You're a ghostbuster. I got it. Uh, your phone helps you find ghosts. I got it. And you bust them. Yeah. And then you trap them. Perfect. And then you make them fight. Why? Mm-hmm. I, that is it a doesn't...
0: cage match? Is this like a <laughs> some sort of an animal fight that's illegal? Uh, um...
1: Are we training them up to fight a <laughs> big bad ghost? I don't understand what's going on here. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure that'll, that'll out soon enough. Yeah, um, and
0: well, and the other thing too that's sort of still a mystery is uh, they alluded to the fact that there's a story mode as well. There's some sort of a, a campaign or a story that's going to be based uh, around the game that you can play, um, but they didn't really have details. It wasn't playable yeah. uh, in this beta but um so i i I mean i feel like the 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 gameplay footage that they showed off made it look like a whole lot of fun and it made it look like it was pretty challenging to be capturing these ghosts you don't just like throw a pokeball out there and and there you go uh,
1: nothing i've seen and heard makes me go i'm I'm gonna hate it and i never want to play it sort of thing i'm just kind of curious about these few question marks that have come up um although if you want to look at it this way uh, given how much they've uh, retconned into the the role playing game, imagine Ghostbusters' resurrection incorporating the ability to trap, train, <laughs> and utilize uh, ghosts. They technically already have a friendly ghost. Yeah. Uh, their 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 Phantom pupper. Um, yep. So <laughs> this maybe is just an extension. It's they
0: uh, yeah. It's a new mechanic to introduce uh, into that. But um yeah and and uh what was the what was I gonna say the sickum boy. phantom ghost
1: (laughs) sick him him, boy no please (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) I don't feel like
0: it Uh, so yeah so uh, probably I mean much much more to be revealed with Ghostbusters world I'm sure Um, but check out the gameplay video makes it look like a lot of fun uh, and uh, it and Greg Miller. Speaking of Mr. Game Over, Greg, uh, he mm-hmm. filmed something at Ghost Corps uh, right before San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> where I got to dress up at, at Ghost Corps with the Ectomobile and some sort yeah. of a commercial or a promo piece. So, uh, good nice t- tease, Miller. Yeah. Congratulations to you, sir. I know he was really excited about it. So uh, we'll, we'll tip the cap to you there, <laughs> sir. Um, but, uh, all right. So, uh, not necessarily San Diego comic-con. This actually came out of the mission impossible film release, but happened to be timed with comic-con. Um, drew Pierce, a uh, good, amazing writer of uh, a very funny person. Uh, we, we do know that at one point he was, uh, commissioned to do some work on ghostbusters three and, uh, some something happened and fandom decided, Hey, you're here to talk about mission impossible. Let's talk about ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only like, been
1: three years.
0: Yes. Uh, of course this always seems to happen. Uh, what are you here to promote? Great. Let's talk ghostbusters. So, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he was actually kind of candid about it. Um, they were talking about that Bible, uh, that he had started developing for the Russos that, you know, Channing Tatum at one point was attached to. Uh, so they asked him, uh, hey, Drew, that uh, movie that Ivan Reitman announced that you were writing about Ghostbusters, what what happened to it? Wh- why did it disappear? And his exact quote is, it just never happened. Duh. It was yeah. with the Russos who I love. It was an idea that I had, and it was pretty out there, actually. And so the whole way through the development process, I was like, are they going to stop us? Are they they're going to stop us now? And they never did. Then there was this sense of false competition between the idea of a male Ghostbusters and a female Ghostbusters. That was really unpleasant, and I didn't like that. And then there was some weirdness around that as well, which makes sense. You know, there's now yeah. a of competition between these two rival productions to see who gets a green light first. Um, and then here's where it gets really awkward. He says, Ivan Reitman did an announcement that I was writing Ghostbusters, then put out an announcement that I wasn't. And that there were no other Ghostbusters, so the whole experience was a bit peculiar.
1: Yeah, I was. I, I, the one thing, my, am I crazy or do I recall it incorrectly? Like I thought it was Aykroyd or somebody. I mentioned think it was, he was writing it, and then it yeah. was Reitman who had to step in later and say, "Nope, he's not."
0: Oh yeah, you're you're absolutely right. It was it was Akrid who was like, "We've well, got Drew Pierce uh, b- b- doing his his salesman shtick," and then Reitman yeah. said, "You know, we're in exploration. We're in development."
1: Because um, I don't have any recollection. Like, if Ivan had contradicted himself, we'd still remember. Be sitting here going, "Yeah, remember that time he contradicted himself?" What I remember is is. Yeah, it was a conflict between the 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 core creators, right? Yeah, it was yeah, and some mixed saying,
0: messages. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was it was a real and it was a real weird slap that you know Dan was rah rah rah, and then Ivan literally had to stand up and flat out say nope. And the reason it stood out at the time because it was a real smackdown, as if you know Pierce himself was running around going. He was kind of talking about it a bit too, though, now that I think about it. Well, at he, the time. he had
0: said at the time, if I remember correctly, he said, because the, like, if, okay, Ackroyd said that there was a script and yeah. then Reitman came out and said, well, we've engaged him, uh, but you know, nothing is concrete. And then yeah. Pierce got up and said, like, I haven't written a script, but I did like a Bible. I did a world building Bible that yeah. kind of detailed places that they could go over the course of a couple of movies or whatever it was. Um, so, but I mean, who and knows then, what the actual, tra- yeah. I mean, it's, it's the development process. Maybe he yeah. wrote a draft, maybe he didn't write a draft, maybe he had written a treatment, maybe he had started a draft. I mean, all of these things, it, it seems to, you know, they, they will start, God, look at Spider-Man, uh, James Cameron had <laughs> developed an entire Spider-Man movie that never happened. Yeah. Uh, Superman, there was a whole Tim Burton, Superman. Oh, my, my goodness. Uh, rest in peace, John Schnepp, uh, because of the. Uh, the flurry of things that happened at Comic Con, uh, the yeah. director of the the death of Superman documentary, um, and Collider, uh, contributor, and and some, I'm sure everybody out there had probably interacted with him or read some of his articles or seen something that he had done, uh, but just very suddenly yeah. passed away. But,
1: uh, aside, um, sorry, yeah, for that quick was, aside there. No, but, no, that was it was a good point to make too, because that one was. I, I, I saw the the waves go through with a lot of well wishers going ah he can't make it you know wish him well and you know uh, maybe throw in a couple bucks to a GoFundMe because you know medicine expensive yeah and he's in the hospital later, and
0: in critical condition and then all of a sudden yeah, it went it yeah, went it terrible was, um, but, but uh, uh, so anyway so yeah so. Um, I mean, it's it's entirely possible that they had developed this whole movie and they had attached uh, Channing Tatum and Chris Pratt to it and yeah. the Russos and and but it just it didn't happen and and it sounds like that's what's happening with Men in Black like all of these elements that they'd put together is now happening with Men in Black basically but
1: yeah and this that's not un, you know that's not exactly uncommon either right like remember William Gibson wrote a whole. Uh, Aliens 3 script oh, that never got used, right? yeah, the right? weird and monk uh, wooden planet thing uh, that actually would have been kind of fascinating, but, um Well, yes. actually, uh, if, the reason that one came to mind is because I think Dark Horse or somebody is doing a, a graphic novel version of it, oh. so... Oh, that's yeah. cool. I mean, I've always wondered if they would do like if
0: IDW could do Hellbent as a graphic novel or something. But yeah, uh, why not, right? Yeah, it's it's obviously not going to get made. But so uh, just to, to put a cap on the, what Drew Pierce here says, he says, "I would have loved to go play in that universe, and I know that the Russos feel the same way." But I've discovered over the last eight years, it's a lot easier for a film to not get made then for it to get made. And unfortunately my Ghostbusters is one of those that fell by the wayside.
1: Yeah. It's
0: sad. It would have been a lot of fun. It would have been a pretty cosmic idea. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, again, there's a whole lot of what ifs. What if there was a Ghostbusters three with Adam Sandler, Chris Farley and Chris Rock? What if there yeah. was the Apatow version that was in development uh, right before Harold passed where it was going to be Seth Rogen and, uh, you know, that, that Apatow crew. Um, I, I mean, there's, a, there's a whole lot of alternate universes out there with a whole lot of different movies. Uh, and, and there still are opportunities for those alternate movies to still get made some way, somehow. So, uh, we'll see, maybe they come back to it, but, maybe um, I, 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 I would love in true death of Superman fashion to just have a definitive end all be all like the life and death of Ghostbusters three, just to detail all of the amazing people that were attached and then weren't, <sighs> and then all of the awesome ideas that happened and then didn't happen, and you know it's yeah. uh, one of those kind of stories. But I don't know; we'll ever know. I don't know. I don't know. I um, all right. So a couple quick items. Let's see. We've oh, we're at the hour mark. Oh my goodness! All right. So we're gonna talk. Of, What's what other merch was there? The Blitzway thing—they showed off the 1.6 scale Ecto on on display again. It's pretty, it's awesome, and it's really expensive. It's fourteen hundred dollars. The Zack Ryder, have fun with that one. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, I look forward to going to visit whoever has one of those. Uh, MESCO Toys had their one-twelfth, uh, uh, their their twelve-inch figure lineup on display. The those those we've been known about for a while, and we've talked about them on the show, but uh, yeah. Three, $300 for the whole set. Get those on no. their website. Um, diamond select was showing off the RGB figures. Uh, I don't know that there's anything, I guess Peter was kind of new. It was the first that we really got a good look at Peter, I guess. Um, yeah. but we, we'd kind of seen all of those figures. I feel like that's something that we've, we've talked about. Uh uh-huh. Um, the Slimer Chia pet. Yes. Uh, that one's
1: pretty good. That's, oh and the sorry you mentioned Mesco but did you you cut out there sorry to Oh you know, Mesco yeah Mesco
0: uh yeah Mesco uh, Diamond Select uh what else uh,
1: Mesco had the the Tiki mug the stay-off Tiki mug Oh oh you're right the Tiki mug that was something I, that was new but out of everything that came out, I'm kind of most excited about the Slimer Chia Pet and the Stay Puffed Tiki <laughs> Mugs, tiki To be mug. honest, yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean the the Star Wars Tiki Mugs that have been done uh, have looked yeah. great. Uh, this particular one, it's it's Stay Puffed, right? But he's like yeah. in that uh, brown clay uh, Tiki Mug design, which
1: is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Although the downside with that is, you, uh, do I get one to put on display, or do I get six for you know? Having drinks with friends.
0: Oh, but you gotta get six. You gotta do the party. I know, right? I mean, unless they're gonna start a whole series where you get, you know, stay puffed and Slimer and. Well,
1: the the part of the same announcement they showed off. Well, they have a Bruce uh, the shark from Jaws. That was kind of cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, They had Predator, which was really cool, and to go with them (laughs) was uh, Schwarzenegger. They have a Schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger in Tiki. Oh my goodness! Which. Opens the door to Stay Puft, Slimer, and the guys. And the guys. I I
0: guess if they're doing human likenesses, sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh,
1: And actually, frankly, all of them. Like uh, Lewis with his colander uh, hat. (laughs) That would be great. tiki style. That'd be pretty amazing. Uh,
0: Possessed Dana would be a great tiki. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or yeah. Do it,
0: do it like kind of one of the hula girl uh, t- tiki mugs, but it's like <laughs> actually, yeah. You know? the,
1: the guys are all tiki mugs, and then to go with it, you have a little little dashboard uh, bobble hula uh, Dana. <laughs> Dana, 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 Dana slash Zool. Dana, Dana, and uh, uh, Janine bobble. Uh, yeah, and,
0: and she has to have her uh, in tribute to Terry Wendell. She's got to be in that pose as she's uh, transforming. So she's hulaing oh, right. with her she, hands, with, hands with her hands air. straight up.
1: <laughs> Oh, that's a freebie. <laughs> that needs to be a set. That needs to be uh, oh, Dana man. and Lewis, yeah, in, in mid transformation with their arms up, hulaing away, hula, hula uh, dashboard,
0: hula dolls. Uh, yeah,
1: that's we got, we give them so many freebies and they never listen. Nobody um, listens. Someday they will,
0: and we'll get our ten percent, and it will fuel the podcast for many years to come. Oh
1: God, I'd just take a free sample of product at <laughs> yeah, this just point. Send us really. free stuff. That's all we ask for. <laughs> that's again, as
0: fans, that's really all we had. Just send that's us free stuff. It. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I, I think, yeah, the Chia pet, that's, that's kind of an interesting thing. I that think it's the first awesome. Ghostbusters, uh, Chia that we've, we've gotten. So, yeah. um, but, uh, what was the, Oh, Oh, the, uh, we have to talk about the IDW cards, Chris, we can't, uh-huh. we cannot possibly go through this episode without talking about those trading cards that they did. Um, so they took the virtual trading cards that we've been, uh, talking about and, and, and retweeting and reposting out there yep. on the social medias and they turned them into a real life tangible set, uh, complete with the packages and everything. Uh, uh
1: it's a limited set, I think. It, and, it's, but it, it's it wasn't
0: all of, all of them, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but still cool that they decided to make however many it was like oh, six absolutely. ten of them. Uh, yeah. Did you did somebody pick up a set for you? I hope as the resident trading card uh, collector.
1: <laughs> no, I, I think I may have to resort to eBay on this one. Ah uh, man. Man, that's all right. Uh, yeah, it's kind of cool that they'll be tangible. Uh, looking at them, my guess is that the the guys found a, a company that you can do. Uh, uh, playing cards with because they have rounded corners, so it looks like they used a standard oh, uh, playing card template. I didn't notice that. Interesting. Um, as opposed to you know the 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 right angle uh, cards that uh, uh, well everybody Cryptozoic Tops you name it puts out as a quote unquote trading cards, so, but that that doesn't matter. Like it's they made them. I want them. <laughs> I must have them. <laughs> well, if anybody uh, out there got an extra set, and you I wanna- need. I need two cause I need one that I don't open and then I need the other to open and display in my, uh, and put into my your card binder. folder. Yeah. Yeah. My card binder there, but,
0: but, uh, such a cool idea. I mean, I'm glad that they did those, uh, and Eric Burnham has poured every tiny detail that he possibly yeah. can into the backs of those. Uh, so, uh, c- congrats to those who got them. Chris, we'll, we'll help you find them. Don't
1: worry. We'll get, we'll get those yeah. for you. You know, a uh, shout out to IDW. If you actually did use these card companies, uh, You know, think about giving a limited run of all of them, and maybe maybe get them in uh, one of those um, cardboard uh, uh, you know cases that uh, card deck, a deck case. Oh, I'd buy one of those.
0: I thought you were going to say do them all on like one sheet. Like, uh, oh, one of those like, un- uncut, uh, whatever sheets of all of the, the cars or something. That would
1: be yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, you, it, oh, it would. Trouble is, is that you can't see both sides. You'd have to, uh, you'd have to be a, a set of.
0: You'd just have to buy two. Yeah. yeah.
1: You'd have to buy two. But, uh, <laughs> I want them all. Yeah. I want them now.
0: Help Chris. Help Chris find them. Help <laughs> us. How computer. computer. Don't
1: wait another minute. Pick up your phone
0: and call the professionals. Go, Go- Stoppers. Stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again.
1: We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You and Twitter accounts. Dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional transcript. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC.
0: That ought to do it. Thanks very much, right? All right, Chris, uh, fun fun getting to uh, to catch up on, on stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I have enjoyed the Ghostbusters Daughter uh, book club uh, episodes, but it's
1: it's been... Reading is fundamental.
0: <laughs> Reading is hard. <laughs> I don't have the tenacity that somebody like Briley has to,
1: you know, yeah. put the
0: sticky notes in there. And it's, Did it's you see tough his picture? Kind
1: of it. He won. I mean, he obviously, because yeah. I didn't bother for the first half, and then I went for the second half, and yeah he just wow sticky notes everywhere sticky notes with with, notes on them yeah
0: notes on the outside to help him quickly access stuff and that's uh I mean that's that's a diligent book club member if I've ever seen one so uh we were lucky to have those guys on the show but um but uh, it's it's kind of weird now being able to ask you if you have a final thought without having Briley here to ask if he could do it. That's That cool. was kind of fun that somebody, they wanted the honor to ask you if you had you your t- final thoughts.
1: <laughs> what, you, you got a break? Like, what do you, <laughs> oh, I get to relax finally. It was great. I kicked back, you know, I to had a a a beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got two final thoughts. Uh, uh, both merch related. One is we didn't... Um, We didn't round out, we forgot to double back on the Spirit Halloween uh, stuff, the other things they had. Oh, I mean the uh, non-prop based stuff. The non-prop based stuff, like uh, the bomber jacket. Oh, that, that's, uh,
0: the bomber jacket is interesting. It's almost as if you yeah. like if you worked for the locksmith company, um, th- but for yeah. Ghostbusters, it's like it's got the advertising on the back and the it's phone like number. The, and
1: yeah, it's like the the crew manager. He doesn't actually bust ghosts, but he rolls up in the... Yeah, uh, how you doing? Well, here's in your the, invoice. Uh, the white Ford F-150 uh, <laughs> with the Ghostbusters logo on the side. With and the paperwork
0: uh, that he has obtained yeah. from the EPA.
1: Yeah, <laughs> And the, the yellow hard hat with the sticker, uh, the No Bozo sticker on <laughs> yeah. it. There. uh that one's that one's kind of cool i think that'll be a good price point um what was the thing that i really oh the kid has a, the ecto-1 costume Hilarious. oh that's funny yeah
0: the like hula hoop ecto-1 costume <laughs> i really i like i like the two foot uh stay puffed that you can hang from the ceiling uh
1: i, yeah, I feel I like didn- that one's pretty good i didn't get a good look at that one though when i first i didn't see it in the initial lineup
0: well, and for some reason, Stay Puffed is always very difficult to get a good, like, sculpt likeness of. Now, I don't know why why that is, but uh, Stay Puffed is always a little off. And there have yeah. only been a couple of really successful, like, NECA did it really well. No, not NECA. NECA's was weird. I take that back. <laughs> uh, they, had,
1: uh, they had two light products. One I'm unsure of and the other I desperately have to get. Uh, did you want to guess which one's which?
0: Uh there was the the slimer table turner thing is that one of them What's the table turner I didn't, I didn't turner? know what
1: that was
0: I it's I think I it's think, like a lazy susan slimer that just sits on a table oh and spins wow. around See that no
1: again Missed when I went looking initially that wasn't out yet so I'll have to go back and, and double um, check and then uh, the, tra- they had the candy the, tray the candy tray no they had the uh the patio lanterns like the the hanging oh, slimer lights Yeah yeah which are kind of cool, and I'm also not 100% sure. They're, uh, remember NECA? Lights. They did. They they had,
0: like, it was uh, Stay Puffed and Slimer and the the No Ghost logo, if I remember right. And
1: they were, like, sets of, but your string had eight of them, whereas this one seems to be just, like, four bigger ones or something, or three big ones. It's kind of odd. Yeah, you're going to have to buy, like, a dozen of them and string them together. Although, Um, to be fair, Spirit Halloween, their prices are not outrageous. So, like, you look at that and your initial reaction is, oh, it's going to be an arm and a leg. And I'm pretty sure they're probably selling them for like 10 bucks. So it'll be okay. Uh, No, what I really Want are the uh, the 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 slimer uh, walkway lights? <laughs> oh, that's kind <laughs> of right. forgot about on those stakes two. that you yeah, stick into the you ground, stick
0: into the walkway or your uh, driveway or whatever. Uh, god, uh, are they get those. are they solar powered? Or are they those ones that they just soak up the sun and then they light up uh, at night? No, time? that oh, would okay. that
1: would that would well, now that you mention it, there's nothing stopping me from hitting spirit Halloween and then stomping at the uh, Canadian tire on the way home and and bashing two sets together so i have solar powered slimers Oh, say that solar cars Sol- solar, 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 solar solar powered slimers, slimers. solar powered slimers,
0: slimers. Solar powered slimers. So,
1: <laughs> there's our next t-shirt solar powered. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't my final thought this was just i wanted to get back to it yeah, although it oh is God, related yeah. um sitting here in the heat of summer why have we not seen the 2019 pencil this in somebody uh, why, where's some uh, Ghostbusters uh, uh, beach slash pool stuff? Do you know what I mean? Like A beach towel at the very beach least. Beach towel. Yeah. I, a beach towel is a given. Uh, an inflatable Slimer with one of those water-weighted bottoms so he floats <laughs> up right in the pool. Where is that?
0: I, th- I thought you were going to say one of those in, uh, inflatable floaties that you can uh, lounge back on an inflatable Slimer no, no. or Stay Puft or something.
1: I was getting there. Stay oh, Puft. <laughs> they needs to have like a stay puffed, uh, yeah, like one of those floating, uh, like a floating ring or uh, or an ecto, an inflatable ecto oh, with the hole in the middle. Ecto. So- yes. Uh, or maybe model it after that, that, that Sears, uh, kids bed from way back when, like it be, you can recline <laughs> on your, your <laughs> yeah, race car bed, uh, but inflatable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really there should be a line. There should be like the Ghostbuster logo as a towel. There should be uh front on of the fire hall as a towel. Oh man, uh, the fire! I would—that's—that's that's the one I would pick up if I had the know, firehouse the towel. Yeah, six-six by three big beach towel of the you know profile of the uh, the ecto. Oh, yeah, like, and a slimer one. You have to have a slimer one and a like a couple character ones like. I would do one of those
0: large, you know, the square like picnic beach towels that you can have like two or three people yeah. sit on. Uh, have have that either as the no ghost logo or uh, like the temple of Zul. It would just be like the entire top of the temple or something with the terror dogs and
1: uh, an inflatable uh, slimer. Maybe not inflatable, but inflatable just seems like an easy way to to construct them. I don't know if that's the right word or whatever, but the way he's designed is that he his mouth, which is open and yelling, and there's a maybe you just reach in and leave it, or maybe there's a place you, you put your uh, your your smartphone in there, and he's a he's a he's a little megaphone amplifier for your smartphone for, music. Yeah. Uh,
0: or or do an alternate of that where you uh, plug the hose into the back and you just spews water everywhere. Oh, even better! Like
1: yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> slimer yeah, where's sprinkler. The, where's the slimer water wiggle? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, like. Eric, all are of you the, listening? I want all of this stuff. All of the. I'd like one of each, please. <laughs> um, no, it's just, it's just. Oh man, like. we we gotta get it right like i have a sneaking suspicion if that if we worked out the full list like if we went back and checked that batch in the uk in 2016 we might find one or two things that fall like uh, there were some frisbees so that's yeah there were frisbees and water
0: balloons i want to say or something like that
1: water guns maybe like the super soakers yeah there was super soaker stuff i think or or but off not brand, not super on sober. the not on the level of.
0: I mean, you know, uh, Walmart seems to be a big partner with Ghostbusters lately, so maybe they could do some. Uh...
1: Oh yeah, right. Go to the like a, a oh man a Ghostbusters summer section. Like oh man, um, I don't know. Do it. Really, it Make doesn't have money. to. It doesn't have to end anywhere. Like get the the beach uh, uh, umbrella, <laughs> yes. like a slime green. And it's got the it's got those uh, the frills around well, yeah, the edge. it looks like little slime drips. But they look like slime drips. Oh my god, oh my god, I want that.
0: This this sounds amazing. I I, I am so stinking hot right now in yeah. like sweating and disgust. I just want to go to the beach with all my Ghostbuster stuff now. And this is
1: the stuff I was thinking about. Uh, it, uh, we have a pool here at the townhouse complex, and just and I'm like, and Thomas is running around. He's got like, you know. Um, the the pump squirt guns, you know the ones where you yeah yeah those
0: like you don't kind of super sooky yeah yeah but you don't yeah. fill
1: up you don't fill up a reservoir you just they stick look it like in the, the slide
0: whistles those things
1: yeah 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 so case in point I don't know it could be I, I mean ideally it's attached to a water reservoir that looks like a proton pack but why is it that like where are those water guns right the thrower is the pump thing to spray and the hose hooks up to the proton pack uh, in the back, man, which is like a two, good idea. two to four liters of water just sitting there ready to go, right? Like, <sighs> they need oh to my. pull you up and
0: make another movie because this sounds like all this of the is tie-in all, product yeah. that needs to happen. Oh, uh, boy. Anyway, um, well... Can we make a note? Yeah, that's... Again, we're printing money for whoever's
1: listening, if we're anybody's printing, listening. We're, well, technically, we're printing Monopoly money for you, the listener. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we're Ah. actually we're actually taking money out of our pockets of our listeners because everybody's like, "I want that too," and we're just selling. We're pre-selling stuff that doesn't exist here. That's
1: that's um, (laughs) mental anguish. Yeah, exactly. They don't exist. uh, Uh, Although my uh, last final thought on that one is is uh, it's fun to daydream that stuff. So this is my excuse to have people, uh, you know, call in or write us in or uh, comment when we post this to Facebook and what's your summer uh, merch Yeah. What's your summer what's, merch idea
0: what's your uh, solar powered
1: slimer idea we want
0: to no, hear those no they can't have
1: that that's mine I'm going to kit bash <laughs> I'm going to kit bash a $50 solar uh, uh, garden light set with my my, <laughs> it, my off the shelf spirit your stuff for, uh, Halloween uh, for slimer yeah absolutely oh man um all right well
0: uh, i'm gonna go jump into a bathtub filled with ice uh because it's so hot but uh next next week we've got lots of fun stuff coming up again uh it's uh, you know it's it's the heat of the summer but uh, hopefully you're keeping cool and uh hopefully this podcast finds you uh, at What's the beach the with your ghostbusters
1: stuff <laughs> We're gonna go run a marathon, apparently <laughs> Alright, everybody, we'll see you on the other side Who you gonna
0: call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip Visit us at protoncharging.com you Ghostbustershq.net And stillplayingwithtoys.net It used to
1: be one of my two favorite shows Let me guess, goals are worth you Everything you're doing is bad I just wanna let you know that No study. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird.